Welcome to the Hyper Sloth Happy Hour with your hosts, Zigzag and Rufus, coming to you live from planet Earth, courtesy of Smoke and Hits Records and Global Corp Industries. Now, grab a beer, put your feet up, and get ready for the Hyper Sloth Happy Hour. Never before have I turned on you when you look too good to me. To be, I think I cut me in two and I just can't let you be. But it's a free for all and a heart of sin, you can't bet your life. Stakes are high and so am I. In the air tonight. It's gone. Miniature sort of condensed version because Double Z can't be here. Dude is <clears throat> anemic. He's like iron. He gave blood, and because his blood is so superior to the blood of mere mortals, they took way too much. And now he's in a weakened state, but he'll be back next week. Uh, I'm not sure about Tuesday, but Friday for sure. We're going to be banging on all cylinders, which is two. You know, I'm, I'm one zigzag is the other cylinder. We might the shit out of the park. Uh, I got, was almost just was going to bail on this episode and not do it because I don't really have a lot to say. But I figured, what the fuck, uh, the wife and kid are out. So I, I may as well take advantage of the uh, the privacy so I can be loud in the studio. <clears throat> Holy shit, I almost fell backward in my chair just then. That was frightening. I could have broken my neck. Can you imagine if I fell back, snapped my neck, and this was just live on air, and I couldn't move? All I could do was, like, you know, kind of moan and gurgle, and that was like the rest of the show until Blog Talk Radio like ended. Oh, that'd be eerie and crazy. Anywho, uh, here's something I'm going to talk about one thing that might bleed into other things. And that one thing is I saw Suicide Squad today, the latest uh, movie in the DC universe. Uh, we're all familiar with movies in the Marvel universe that have been dominating comic book movies for the past several years with Iron Man's all the stupid-ass fucking reboots of Spider-Man, uh, the Avengers, um, 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 uh, Captain America, and all that stuff. And all those movies are really, really fucking good. They've got their formula down. And even if it is a formula, I don't give a shit because every one of those movies, for the most part, knocks it out of the park. Spider-Man's situation has been shaky, but I think there's some ownership and rights weirdness going on there. And I'm not sure. I don't know. I'm not really a comic book guy. I've been a Spider-Man fan since my childhood, and I read Spider-Man comics, but I never got into, like, the whole comic book thing. I read a couple of X-Men. I liked Wolverine. But I was never, like, I didn't hoard comics. I didn't become a comic book dude. I never got into DC comics, and only because Spider-Man wasn't there. So I can't really get into the whole – I don't have a dog in that fight. You know, the DC versus Marvel, who's better, who's worse, and why – I don't give a I don't give a shit. I don't get two flying fucks. Uh, I like the original Superman movies with Christopher Reeve. At least the first two, they got kind of shaky after that. And oh fuck, 
Superman 4 is, just, is ridiculous, but there's a backstory there as to why it's ridiculous. And it makes a lot of sense and is kind of sad and tragic in terms of, like, you know, the franchise. But anywho, so the Suicide Squad movie has really made me want to just never, ever read a movie review ever again from critics or douchebags online or people who aren't douchebags but just overthink fucking movies, period. Because I'm not an analytical thinker. I don't go into a movie to sort of dissect it and hold certain parts of it up against other movies. I just want to go, and if it's a good fun ride and I think it's worth the price of the ticket, I'm a happy camper. And I might even see it when it comes out on DVD. But this movie, Suicide Squad, has just been ripped and shredded apart by people who are in more of the comics than me, and maybe they're the ones who have more of a right to tear it apart. Um, I, I've got no history with these characters other than seeing the Joker and other Batman movies, but I've got no emotional or personal investment in the comic books or the DC history or anything like that. To me, this is just a movie with some superheroes, or in this case, supervillains, that looked cool. But I get that if you've been invested in the characters and their stories and how they've been portrayed throughout time immemorial in the DC universe, you can you probably get a little, uh, you know, break out a fine-tooth comb and find a lot of shit to, to tear up. And I guess if you're a cinephile, and this is, I'm not a cinephile, and I do not strive to be, I never want to be a cinephile. I never want to watch a movie under a fucking microscope, ever. And that's not to say that I'm, I like every movie just blindly. I mean, some movies are fucking shit and terrible. Donnie Darko is fucking horrible. I'm sorry, people. It's got like a cult following. Donnie Darko is a shitty fucking movie. Um, it's, it's just not good. The premise is weak. It's fucking executed poorly. I was very unimpressed with that. The hype, it, it did not live up to the hype. But on the, the, the flip side of such a coin is that Suicide Squad did not live up to the hype of the negative reviews. I thought it was a really good movie. It was definitely not as well orchestrated or executed as a Marvel counterpart like the Avengers. It was definitely not that good. Um, but it wasn't bad. It wasn't terrible. It was like if your big brother... If you had a big, cool brother that everybody liked and he made the Avengers movie and you're with the little brother and you wanted to get you know, the same sort of attention from your parents, you would go out and you would make the Suicide Squad movie. That's, that's what it is. And it's not a bad movie. It just doesn't hit all the right points at the right time in the right way. You can tell it's just a little underdeveloped in certain areas. But the only reason you can tell that, I think, um, and again, I don't want to be a movie critic by any stretch of the imagination. I'm just saying what I like about it. Take it with a grain of fucking salt. I think a lot of the nitpicky shit about Suicide Squad wouldn't exist if there wasn't the Avengers to compare it to. Now, it might still just be a lackluster movie in general, an action, lackluster action movie, but still, I thought it was fun. I thought the characters were fun. Um, the premise was a little odd, but it was cool. I thought Harley Quinn was a great character. Um, it just seemed that overall they kind of played it all kind of flat. There was areas where they really should have punched up, not just the action, but everything, like the character development. That was definitely lacking compared to like what Marvel has done with you know the characters in the Avengers and Iron Man and 
and uh, the Arrow guy and the other people. Those, those characters seem way more fleshed out, and when they're on screen together, they have a lot more of a chemistry than what we see in Suicide Squad. But still, I'm comparing it to you know, something that's there. And if that wasn't there, I would still would think Suicide Squad's a, Squad, Suicide Squad's a really good fucking movie. Is it super badass? No, but it's not totally fucking terrible. So if you're interested in seeing it, but you're a little iffy because of the bad review, just go fucking see it. I mean, turn off the analytical side of your brain for a second. Forget what you may or may not know about the history of comic books and various characters. Just go watch it. It's great. Harley Quinn is hot as hell. And I got to say, Jared Leto in The Joker, I wish they had had more of The Joker in the movie. He just kind of pops in and out every now and then. Um, and maybe they're doing that to sort of prime our interest in him for a, a more Joker-related movie, Joker-oriented, Joker-focused movie. Um, because I thought Jared Leto's performance was great as the Joker, as different as it was from Heath Ledger's, which was fucking fantastic. And I went into this movie thinking there's no way Jared Leto can top Heath Ledger's Joker. And I don't think he does, but at the same time, I don't think it is necessary to top Heath Ledger's Joker. This is a different interpretation of Joker. You can like both Jokers. You can like Heath Ledger's Joker, who was just a completely unhinged, chaotic uh, sociopath. And you can like what Jared Leto done, which is also a sociopath, but he's way more constrained and manipulative manipulative, and he's more like a gangster who he's really sort of pretending to be this insane dude to throw people off. There's a, a method to his madness that sort of simmers underneath Jared Leto's Joker that you don't really understand or get, but you know that there's a point to it. He's not just a crazy fucking psycho madman like Heath Ledger's Joker was. But that doesn't mean that either one's better or worse than the other. There's different executions of the Joker. Um, now, Leto's won't become as iconic, certainly not, but I, I think it was better than I expected it to be. I didn't know what to expect with all the ha-ha-ha tattoos and the whole bling and the, 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 with the gold cap teeth or were they platinum, who fucking knows. But he pulled it off. He pulled it off. I thought his, his, his time on screen was, was well worth, you know, keeping my eyes open for um, and I, Jared Leto, I actually met Jared Leto briefly, very briefly. I wouldn't even know if, if I'd use the word met. I passed him way back in the early 2000s. His band, 30 Seconds to Mars, um, was playing at Stubbs in Austin, Texas. And my band at the time was pretty big in Austin, Texas. And we opened for 30 Seconds to Mars at this show. And I didn't know who the fuck Jared Leto was or 30 Seconds to Mars at the time. But all the buzz from my other band members and all of our I don't say groupies, but hangers on were like, wow, you guys are open for 30 seconds of Mars. That's cool. And I kept saying, who the fuck are these? What, who? Jared, what? I, I, I don't know. And so we were, you know, 30 seconds of Mars was there, and we were there, and we shared the same green room, and I bumped into the guy and probably said, hey, or hi. I didn't have, really have, you know, a conversation with the guy. I do remember that it was, I don't know, it was probably, well, it was Texas, so it was, it was not cold, but he had a scarf on. I remember thinking that was kind of douchey. But... I know, you're in a band. If you're in a band, you're kind of douchey anyway. 
And uh, I claim that right to say that because, hey, I've been douchey myself in a band. But I thought his performance was good. You know, there were stories of him staying in character all the time. I can see how that would get fucking annoying if you're just an actor who's like, I kind of want to be myself until they say action. Can you leave me the fuck alone, Joker? But uh, I don't know. I thought it was good. I thought it was good. So that's pretty much the show. That's all I had to say. I really got nothing else to say. I know hopefully uh, Double Z will be back in action with your boy Rufus next Friday, maybe Tuesday, probably not Tuesday, but next Friday uh, for sure, maybe. I can't really say for sure, I guess. And we'll see you then. I'm just going to leave you with a song. And this isn't one of our songs. This is a song by a guy named Monkey Warhol, and it's called Lovely Lady. And you will be humming or singing this pretty much for the rest of your life. It goes a little bit like this. Oh, and you can find the guy at, I believe, monkeywarhol.com. Redirects to his Facebook page. Just go to Facebook. Search Monkey Warhol. You'll find the guy. He does these crazy, amusing um, electronic songs, and this one has his kids in it. I think there's kids. Yeah, I'm going to say there's kids. And it's called Love the Lady, and I'll leave you with that. And we'll check you on the flip side.